Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Thanks for supporting the Fable and Folly Network. Here's another show we know you'll love. In a world of covert culinary criminal coalitions. Jean-Carlo. We chef. Reformed criminal and celebrity chef Butch Orson. Prepare the brigade. We chef. Is dragged back into the dark realm of criminal kitchens. Behind. When old rivals threaten his life's work. Corner. Butch is brought back. Hot. No, 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 no. For one. Last. Cook. Open Pandora's oven. Yes, Chef! John Wick meets Hell's Kitchen in Yes, Chef, a comedic actual play adventure of kooky culinary combat, refried revenge, and untold gastronomic horrors. Yes, Chef is out now on the Dungeons and Drimbus podcast feed. Butchie! A genuine pleasure to see ya. <laughs> the Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Beyond the Dark is a sci-fi horror anthology that opens a window into dystopian worlds. You can hear advanced episodes of this series right now over at patreon.com slash beyondthedark. Season 3, Survivors of EV9, Part 4. The soldiers outside White Cliff watch as we put on the masks and gloves we've been ordered to wear. 
One of them takes the backpack and begins to rummage through it, unceremoniously. Hey, be careful with that. We've, uh, we've sacrificed a lot to get that here in one piece. It's clear. You can take it back. Thank you. Now listen, we get a lot of refugees here and we try to help as many as we can. But we have certain protocols that must be adhered to. There's a lot of crazies out there who'd like to get their hands on our stuff, so we don't take any chances, understood? Yes. Yeah. My name is Nikau. I'm the head of security, and these are my enforcers. If we give you a command, you'll obey it, instantly and without question. Otherwise, we'll have no choice but to use deadly force against you. Okay. We'll do what you say. We're going to lead you in through the gate and then over to quarantine. Right now, we don't know a thing about you, and we don't need a disease or some new strain of the virus wiping out our population. So, until you've been cleared, you'll be sequestered and isolated indefinitely. If any of that rubs you the wrong way, you can turn around now and head back the way you came. No, we're not going back. In that case... Welcome to Whitecliff. Inside the gate, many have come to get a look at us. Held back by more enforcers, they stand at a safe distance. Young children, adults, and the elderly alike. Beyond them, several ramshackle dwellings are loosely clustered together. Further up the hill, workers hammer away at the frames of new structures. Do you have any scientists from the Felgate Institute working here? Felgate. Sounds familiar. Why do you ask? We have something they need to see. Dr. Rhodes might be your best bet. He's the head of the lab. Tell him we know Michael Dunbar. Okay, slow down. You just got here. Take some time and settle down. Head this way. These quarters aren't exactly spacious, but they're comfortable enough. Get some rest, huh? Will do. Thank you. In the safety of our new quarters, the two of us sleep for hours. We're awoken during the night and presented with a ration of fish and some kind of seaweed. It's a basic meal, but after such a long time spent eating scraps, the taste is amazing. Not long after, we return to our bunks to rest. A day passes, and although our cabin is windowless, we can hear the sounds of Whitecliffe all around us. It's strange to feel so close to the community, and yet so far. Finally, at the end of the next day, we get a visitor. A woman on the other side of a glass observation window. Good afternoon. My name's Paulina. I was told you wanted to talk to Dr. Rhodes? 
we'll talk to anyone who can help us. We have research from Michael Dunbar. It's very important. Michael? You know him? Where is he? He, uh... He didn't survive the journey here. Oh. That... That's awful. Yeah. He was a wonderful man. I worked with him before the collapse. You worked at Felgate? Yes, as an assistant to Dr. Rhodes. We were in the same division as Michael's team, and our paths cross quite often. <laughs> Dr. Dunbar and Dr. Rhodes argued a lot. They had very different methods. But there was always a great deal of respect between them. Dunbar was trying to get this research to Whitecliffe. He died to protect it. What kind of research? It's a cure for the infected. A cure for... What exactly do you mean by that? A complete reversal of all symptoms. I'm sorry, but that's not possible. I... That kind of treatment is still months away. Maybe years. It's real. And what proof do you have? You're looking at it. Is this them? Yes, Dr. Rhodes, I- Which one claims they were infected? It's me. Uh, what time is it? I'm very sorry to wake you up at this hour, but- Paulina showed me the research you brought with you. I had to see with my own eyes. Is everything all right? If what you're saying is true, then... Well, it's hard to fathom. Did you look at the research? I've been looking at it for the past few hours, yes. And I must say that... Well... Dunbar's methods were always radical, but... This is out there. Even for him. Can you recreate what he's done? I do have my own treatments in the works for EV9, which are keeping me very busy. I was actually hoping to have them ready for human testing within the next year, but... I will certainly consider taking a closer look at Michael's work. I'd be more than happy to help with this, Dr. Rhodes. From what I've seen, Dr. Dunbar's work seems incredible. And we already have three test subjects in the lab to- Yes, yes, Paulina. We'll see. We'll help too, whatever way we can. If you'll agree to provide blood and tissue samples, I would appreciate it. Anything you need. <sighs> this is quite extraordinary. You brought Michael great honor in risking your lives to come here. I'm sure that this will serve as a fitting legacy for him. After a while, I begin to lose track of the number of days we're kept in confinement. I try to remain patient, but it's hard being locked up when just outside our walls there are others enjoying their freedom. 
The thing that keeps me going, and Anjali too, is that I know it won't last. Finally, after what seems like weeks, Nikau comes for us. Looks like it's your lucky day. Come with me. We're just cleaning up your new quarters over in the Eastern Precinct. They'll be ready in a few hours. Do these have windows? <laughs> yes. I, uh... I'm sorry you were in quarantine for so long. We have our protocols, and you have to be cleared by the experts before you can join the population. It's okay. We get it. We reach the top of the hill, and on the other side is a view that makes me stop and stare. Beyond the walls of Whitecliff lies a beach drenched in afternoon sunlight. Children splash in the shallows, and others cast fishing lines into the emerald water. Further out, I can see what looks like a trawler coming home for the day, between a string of islands ringed by white sand. Why don't you dip your toes in? You don't have to ask twice. here and sit a minute. You okay? Yeah, I... This all seems a bit surreal. Hmm. My dad would have loved it here. Just him and a fishing rod. Maybe a beer or two. Anjali smiles, but seems somewhat overwhelmed. I decide to give her a moment, and lie back in the sand so I can bask in the warmth of the sun. Looking to get out of the ads and back to the story? Fable and Folly Plus is a new way to support the creators you love. The podcast you're listening to right now and more than 60 others can be heard ad-free for as little as $4 a month by visiting fableandfolly.com slash plus. And now you'll start to see Fable and Folly Network shows are offering bonus content to all existing and new supporters. Find exclusive new episodes from shows like Civilized and Realms of Peril and Glory. Fable and Folly Plus. Sign up today at fableandfolly.com slash plus. Our cabin is small, but comfortable, with a view of the ocean out front. A man named Darcel already lives there, and he shows us to our room. This is you. It looks pretty plain now, but give it time and you'll come to love it, I'm sure. How long have you been here? My wife Penny and I have been here, oh, must be four months. She works out on the trawler. Long days, as you can imagine. What about you? Carpenter. 
There's a lot of buildings going up right now. Plenty of work. Where do you get the materials? We have foragers head out every few days, plus a logging crew. They always send out enforcers as escorts, but, oh, well, I'm glad I don't have to do that job. I don't enjoy being outside the walls these days. I can understand that. You've been out there, right? What's it like? The same as it was, but worse, I guess. Not many people willing to help each other anymore. Well, you don't have to worry about that now. You'll be safe and welcome. As long as you're willing to pitch in with the work. That's one thing they don't tolerate, freeloaders. Everyone does their part at Whitecliffe. I wouldn't have it any other way. Then you'll do fine here. That night, we joined the others around a campfire, where more fish is being cooked, along with some kind of coconut stew that smells delicious. Anjali seems lost in thought as she stares out across the flames. Anjali, talk to me. I'm fine. Come on, I know you better than that. I'm just coming to grips with everything, that's all. There's more, I can tell. Okay. It's just... being around people again is... Is what? I wasn't completely honest with you out there on the road, Kane. When you asked me about my memories of when I was infected, I... I said I didn't really recall anything. But that's not true. Okay. You can tell me. I remember attacking people when I was hungry. Nothing more than moments here and there, but... I remember voices of the people I attacked. Sometimes their faces, too. Just like the ones sitting around this campfire. Faces of people that I killed. You were infected. You didn't know what you were doing. I still remember their screams, Kane. And every time I go to sleep, I hear them in my head. Anjali, you went through something terrible. Something no one should ever have to endure. You just need a chance to get over it. She nods, disconsolate. And I take her and hold her close to me. Not sure what else to say. A part of me knows there's nothing else I can say. Kane, Anjali, do you have a minute? Uh, sure. What is it, Paulina? I'm sorry, I haven't come to see you in a while. We've been busy over at the lab these last couple of weeks. How are things going? Um... Well, actually, we've already run a trial using Dr. Dunbar's methods. What? When did this happen? Just a few days ago. We had three infected contained here in our lab, and we tested it on all of them. What happened? I'm sorry to say that one of them died this afternoon. Wait, what does that mean? We don't know yet. These trials can take time, and... There are a lot of complexities. 
What about the other two? Well, one of them, a young woman, seems to have taken well to the cure. But she's weak. We'll probably relocate her to quarantine until she's stronger. Is she going to be okay? It's really too early to tell. We're hopeful. But... Anjali, we may need to bring you in for more tests soon. Of course. Have you been shown your new quarters? Yeah. They put us with Darsal and his wife. Great. Enjoy the meal tonight, and I'll come find you tomorrow. I awake in the dark of our new quarters. I've become so accustomed to Anjali's nightmares that broken sleep has become a habit. But when I turn over, I find she's not in the room. Anjali, what are you doing out here? I could smell something cooking. Something disgusting. Some late-night cooks over at the campfire. That looks like... Skewered rat. Ew. Maybe they're allergic to seafood. I guess. Is that really why you got up, or are you still thinking about those old memories? That's part of it. I guess I was hoping there would be better news with the cure. They'll figure it out. Give them a chance. I just hope we didn't waste our time coming all this way. We didn't. Just think, if we'd stayed in the city, we'd still be living on garbage and risking our necks every time we went looking for food. Now, we're here in paradise. Paradise, huh? How else would you describe it? How do you always know exactly what to say? It's a gift. But really, we're gonna love it here. What job do you think they'll give you? Maybe a counselor, the way I'm going. <laughs> I mean, uh, why not? I, uh... Who's that passing by the campfire? Looks like Rhodes and some enforcers, and... They've got someone with them. I watch the group move across the dwindling campfire light. Rhodes has his hand on the shoulder of a woman draped in a blanket. She stumbles, and Rhodes reaches out to steady her. They're taking someone across to quarantine. Do you think- Maybe it's the subject Polina told us about. Get back! Get back from her! Oh my god! Rhodes stumbles as the woman flings off her blanket. She turns, her face twisted, and even from this distance I can see that her eyes are ablaze with hunger and madness. She lurches toward the campfire. No! She's regressed! Nicole, help! Get down! Stay back, just... stay back. Anjali, wait! I go after her as enforcers surround the body. Is it her? Is it one of the subjects? Slowly, 
Dr. Rhodes approaches. He doesn't look at the body. Instead, he only has eyes for Anjali and me. Ha! She's a danger to this community. She could regress at any moment. What? That's crazy. Take them, both of them, and lock them up while we still have the chance. Survivors of EV9 Created and produced by Mark R. Healy Starring Luke Wheeler Madison Garris Ray O'Hare Trent Trachtenberg Naya DeRusso Elisa Martea Shogo Miyakita and Paul Watt Additional voices by Hayden Healy Elwood Lemura Alan Chan Eric Umstart Tristan Whalen Hughes C.W. Gant Carolyn Cabal Canelio Luke Hines, Janine Bauer, Dystry, Vincent Bozzi, Christopher Coles, Giovanni, Olavo Martinez, Devin Swafford, Anne Marie Toon, Alice Knight, Braden Wharton, Sarah Cannon, Lucas Bach Diegman, Scott Zimmerman, and Zadek. Just a reminder that there are advanced episodes of this podcast available right now at patreon.com slash beyond the dark. Head over and check it out. Your support means that I can keep bringing you more episodes like the one you just heard. You can also find my other podcasts, novels, and music at markahealy.com. Thanks for tuning in. I'll see you in the next one. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. Greetings, fans of the esoteric, and welcome to the trailer for Madame Magenta Sonus Mystica. Hang on, why am I doing my own trailer? Where will the people want to see their star, my dear? No one can see me, Bernard. This is a podcast. Oh. You know what? I should have that deep voice chap doing this. You know the one. What's his name? Oh, the... Um, the, the strange the, name. Yes. Like uh, a fruit. Uh, red pepper. That's yes, it. yes. <clears throat> In a world where something, something, something... That's the one? Oh, it's quite sexy, Bernard. Oh. Save that for later. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure I can keep it up. You've never had a problem before. Oh, <laughs> oh, yes, oh that, that was a very clever joke. Yes. I am a very turgid man. You are? I'm going to make a cup of tea. You do the trailer. Oh, right you are. <clears throat> In a world... Earl Grey or normal? Uh, oh, Earl Grey, please. In a world where ghosts and angels walk amongst us... Float! They float! Uh, uh, float amongst us stands one woman, Magenta. Oh, God, my bloody spirit guide's frozen the milk again. It's going to have to be iced tea, I'm afraid. Oh, all right, fair enough. Uh, psychic, medium... <coughs> my throat... Oh, uh, Magenta, I can't do this anymore. Bernard, you won't get nodules. You're not Adele. Well, actually, interestingly enough, that wasn't nodules. That was an exploding polyp. Oh, God. Do you imagine that? Exploding polyp. Anyway, that's not why I can't do the trailer anymore. Oh. Do you mean... Uh, Yes, the angelic manifestation by the dog bed, yes. Here we go again. What do you want? 
From the makers of Mockery Manor comes Madame Magenta Sonos Mystica for all fans of the esoteric. Available now wherever you get podcasts.